When we think about Bone Thugs, we always got to think about Cleveland and vice versa. But welcome to the show. We have a hip-hop legend here in the building, Sports of Hip Hop, with DJ Mad Max, Mad Max Radio Live 365. Hip-hop royalty, Crazy Bone. What's going on, Crazy Bone? Man, just chilling, man. Just, you know, just uh, trying to stay busy, man, you know? Oh, and you're busy. You're on tour. You have a cannabis strand coming soon. You're working on a podcast. You just dropped a new album, Leaves of Legends, on my birthday, 420, by the way. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. How you feeling about that new album? You got some heat on there. Yeah, man. You know, it's been good and very, very good results. You know, the fans are very satisfied, man. So, you know, um, it's a great thing, man. It's great. Great. Break up a bag, this flight. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. We got to get into this album, though. I know that you're... Manager assistant Bernadette told me, shout out to her, she told me you're managing some artists and the artists that you're managing are on this album. Yes, indeed, man. You know, I got some uh, artists, you know, that I've been rocking with, with my camp, The Life, The Life Entertainment, you know what I'm saying? Got, uh, you know, I got Nova the Rebel, I got Lady Smoker, I got uh, Get Addicted Mafia on there, got the homie Rocky Rock, Harmony House, you know what I'm saying, man? So yeah, you know what I'm saying? We, we, I got to, Got the camp on there, man. You know, getting it in for sure. Position. Can't forget position for sure. That's right. Break up a bag. <laughs> yeah, break up a bag, man. Break up a bag. Yeah. Lee's a legend. And also, I got to, you know, I got my own strength. That, that's the whole reason I did the uh, the album. The album is kind of a soundtrack for my strand I released called mm-hmm. Lee's of Legend. So, you know what I'm saying? The strand is available in certain green states, you know. And uh, yeah, man, that's how we rock. What made you want to get into the managing side of music? Because not every hip hop legend out there has done that. I feel as though Easy E might have been an inspiration for you on that part. Man, because you know, um, I feel like you know, there's a lot of uh, managers out here that don't really like um, teach the artists as they're going along, teach them the ropes. You know what I'm saying, man? Because I'm all about breaking the cycle, man. You know what I'm saying? If you can't break the cycle doing it, doing the same cycle. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You know, you got to teach these artists, you know, like the game and teach them, teach them the ropes the right way. You know, it's supposed to be you come in an artist and you you end up a boss. But a lot of people, these record labels and and, and some of these so-called managers, they don't they don't teach the artists that. They just pick, they just use the artists as a workhorse. And that's all they care about. You know what I'm saying? So just trying to I, I just want to enlighten the artists that I work with so we can send more people out there that have intelligence when it comes to business and the music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that's important. That's so important nowadays in music. But when you look at the artists you're looking for pure talent because I've noticed that from listening to the new album all today, it's how much numbers that they're doing on YouTube and social media. But nowadays it's so rare to find someone like you to actually care about the actual quality of talent. Yeah, man, you know, um, um, you know, it's just like you said, a lot of these new cats out, you know what I'm saying? A lot of new music out, you know, like you said, they do numbers, they got followers, they got viewers. But the content is whack. I'm keeping 100. You know what I'm saying? The content is whack. So how many viewers, how many followers you got don't impress me, not one bit. You know what I'm saying? Because the wool can be pulled over people's eyes 
very easy in these days and times. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get impressed by a lot of things very easily. You got to have some real talent. My, 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 my mind state is still, you know, on talented artists, not just because you got a buzz. Because just because you got it, because there's a lot of artists out there doing music that's not really known for their music. All they known for is drama and being in the media, doing dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm looking for artists that's really serious about being artists that understand the game, that's looking for longevity, and is looking to make an impact in the industry. All that flat by night stuff, I'm good on that. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that as music has changed in so many ways. And, and it does have to change. It does. But, we're, and I've heard you say in interviews that we're being spoon fed just one sound. There's completely just numerous of other hip hop sounds out here and they're not getting the attention they deserve. I feel as though trap, it's just the constant trap music and they, there yeah, needs to be I some mean, differences. Yeah, man, you know, uh, hopefully it's just a phase because, uh, you know, there's a lot of talented artists missing out or being blocked from really getting in, having their talent shine, you know, because it's so one-sided, like I said, you know, and uh, man, hopefully, you know, this passes over and people wake up and realize that hip hop is a large genre. There's room for everything that comes in this, in this path. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, just, just open up the doors and quit trying to spoon feed people and force feed people stuff that a lot of people don't even want to hear that is being forced to listen to for real. It's ridiculous. What's going on out here is you are an innovator of your own sound and probably inspired a lot of people out here with the fast rapping sound. And that's something that you guys had. It was individuality, which people don't have anymore. Yeah, yeah man. You know, it, it, it's, I mean, we, so, we, so, we so diverse as Bone Thugs and Harmony, although we all rap the same, the same style. Even even in even within the group, we all sound different. Yeah, that's how different and original Bone Thugs and Harmony is, and that's why we can't settle for nothing less, man. That's why I ain't looking for nothing less. I'm not looking for no garbage. You know what I'm saying? I roll with certain people, as you can see. None of my artists sound alike, and none of them ever will. Now, the artists that you manage are they from Cleveland, actually? Uh, two up, three of them is from Cleveland. Um. You know, then I got I got artists from California, artists from St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, like I'm 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 all over the I'm all over the uh over the globe with it actually. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You stay tapped in through social media, I'm assuming, to the artists that are all over the the globe, or is it people that refer you to the artists? I mean, you know, man, I I I, I um artists get at me all the time. You know what I'm saying? I have outlets that I do. You know, I have a page, crazy. Crazy Sweet 16 that I do. I, you know, artists drop hot stuff over there. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm all, my ears always to the streets. And I'm always listening for good music, man. Because, you know, I know they, I know they burning and itching trying to get out and they're not being heard. So it's difficult. So I try to keep my ears close to the street as I can. Talking about Cleveland, Ohio to California, Spread the Love Foundation. Tell me about starting this important foundation. Yeah, man, you know, that's something definitely for the city, man. And, um, you know, I actually have a Spread the Love branch in Ohio and California as well. And, um, you know, man, we really just getting started with it, you know, um, looking to do a lot of events, man, a lot of drives, a lot of charity events to give back to the community. Um, I'm in the process of acquiring my old property to my old elementary school to actually build a school for music 
and performing arts there in the neighborhood. So that's something we've been talking, working with the councilman and you know the mayor with in, in Cleveland, trying to get those things on the ground. So it is looking very, very positive right now. So you know, hopefully we'll be shedding some more light on that very, very soon. And thank God that you're doing that. But that's very important that you're doing that because I've had conversations with R&B artists, R&B hosts that have said to me, because we have these conversations of how R&B has changed and people fall back on the auto tune and they run to the number one reason of them taking music out of schools, these music classes. And it seems that's what you're going to bring back the performing arts. Yeah, man, you know, um, yeah, because like I said, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's always more than music than just one aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like I said, we're being force-fed just one dynamic yeah. when there's so much out there. So that's why I want to teach the people to think different, think individuality, think original, think be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, although it may seem attractive to do what everybody else is doing, I guarantee you, if you're doing something that's different and it's quality and it's dope and it's irresistible, man, come on. You're going to win with it every time because although people may be buying into what they're hearing over and over again, that refreshing sound always makes people like, oh, this sounds different. Thank God. Even, even, even if they is in the matrix, you, you, you can still attract their attention with something different. So that's what I'm on. Have you heard of the rap group Griselda? Because I feel as though they're doing that because they're sticking to the true New York hip hop sound. No, no, no. I haven't heard of them. I haven't. Yeah, they're dope. Okay, yeah. I'm going to check them out. Yeah, sure. they're, they're a breath of fresh air in these day and times in hip hop. But this upcoming tour, you guys are on tour of Bone Thugs. You're on tour already. You've been booked since June, but you have an upcoming tour in September with TLC. Yes, indeed, man. Uh, real, real big look, TLC. Uh, a group we've always loved. You know I'm saying always been, uh, always Rockwood, man. So for us to come together right now, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. You know, with the exception of not having left, I really wish she was here, rest in peace, mm -hmm. to be honest on this tour. But, you know, we're going to make the best, best out of it and do, a, and do a hell of a job in her memory, for sure. Have you ever been on tour with TLC before, or is this the first time? First time. I mean, we may we may maybe have done a few radio shows here and there back, you know, back then. But I don't, I don't. We've never done a tour with them, mm -hmm. a full fledged tour. No. You got to be some upcoming songs too. Man, oh man, you know what I'm on. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm always in the music making, in the studio making music. So you know, that's my aim off the bat. You don't quit. I give I give that to you because a lot of these legends, they, they either stop making music or they don't get the attention that they deserve. And that's why you're on my show here tonight is because you're a working legend. You deserve your your flowers. Do you feel as though that the legends really get that respect from the main radio stations out there? Do they really get that spotlight as much anymore? We know that the music is never played, but as far I as mean, having you on. I mean, in other genres they do, but hip hop seems to have a problem we're paying homage to their legends. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. R&B, respect their legends. Pop, respect their legends. Country, rock. It's just hip hop. It, it comes with the disrespectful shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that gotta change. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's, it's making people, it's making artists in hip hop look ignorant. 
and then you post the face comments, man. You post it like, like you cannot have longevity if you don't study and understand and respect what came before you. It's impossible because you're just moving blindly. And the first big mistake you make, you're done. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't gonna know how to you ain't, you ain't gonna have the knowledge or the know how how on how to bounce back. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, and, and and um. But like I say, it's just in hip hop, man. Other genres know how to pay homage to their to their legends, to their pioneers. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop got to get it together. But then again, hip hop is still kind of young, so they kind of immature. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hip hop is only 48 years old, so they still kind of immature. For real. Yeah, you're exactly right about that. Where rock is, they they still have the Rolling Stones playing on their their radio stations, but they won't have Bone Thugs on. Or even when there's a new release, such as Leaves the Legend from you, they should be playing that. There's no reason that that shouldn't be in the rotation, especially if you're a legend off of respect, they should be playing your album. Exactly, man. But you know, it, 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 it's, it's really just all about the, the money. Yeah. It's all about money, man. And like I said, programming people, you know, because it, 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 it makes no sense why you only get six, six or seven wrong songs on the radio and rotation all day long, six or seven, bro. I count them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's crazy when there's so much other, great music out there it's like the industry and the the commercialism is always tainting our work you know what i'm saying and like and you know like um artists like you said but i'm i'm still out making music because you know what i'm saying i never let the fame or the money or what goes on in the industry distract detour or discourage me from making music Music was my first love, and I'm not gonna let the love of money or fame or none of that change my love for music. That's that's what make me happy. Not not the money, not the fame, not the groupies. Making the music and getting the reaction for the music by itself is why I do it. Period. And that's why you've made art, and you continue to make art. These artists out here are doing everything for the clout and the youth. They don't really respect the legends out here, but you are someone who did respect the legends and continue to do as you were inspired, and Bone Thugs especially, by Big Daddy Kane. Oh, yeah, man. Like like all the greats, you know what I'm saying? It started, it started with LL Cool J, you know what I'm saying? I, I started writing raps because of LL Cool J, because I wanted, to, I wanted to learn his songs, so I started writing down his lyrics. And, and as I was writing down his lyrics, I understood and I saw how to write my own rhyme. And I started and I never stopped. And, you know, it's just been gradual. You know, from all the greats, from LL Cool J, Run DMC, Big Daddy Kane, Dana Dane, Slick Rick, Chubb Rock, Special Ed, down the list, everybody. And all those people I just named don't sound like each other. Nope. They don't sound like each other. So now you know why we was, was, was bred so thoroughly because of who was because of who raised us, KRS-One and Just Dice and all these cats, you know what I'm saying? So that's why Bone is still here, still relevant, still strong. And always will be. That's important. I remember hearing the story of when you first met LL Cool J. He had the big coat on. He said, what's up to you guys? Yeah, man. He showed us love. And I was, you know, I, I was, you know, we wouldn't even, we, 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 we just had our first single out, Thuggish Ruggish Bone, you know, so I'm, I'm still in fan mode all day. Like, man, this LL Cool J talking to me right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was crazy. It was so surreal. And we brought up Big Daddy Kane before, Cold Chilling Records. Rest in peace to Biz Marquee. I think that's important. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, you know, I, I, I can't even believe I forgot to mention him because that's how he, Biz Marquee is, 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 is the reason I'm 
a Big Daddy Kane fan. You know, I was a Biz Markie fan first, and he introduced Big Daddy Kane. So that 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 was that was a tough one right there, man. You know, to see. I mean, and it's shocking right now because you know we, we, we're entering that stage in hip hop. Like I said, hip hop is only forty eight years old, fifty in two years. So we're now starting to enter the stage of hip hop to where we're seeing the hip hop artists we loved grow old and pass away, and you know what I'm saying, like so. Mm -hmm. We're finally coming up on that time, you know what I'm saying? Before it was so young, we had no old rappers. You know what I'm saying? But now we start to see it. So as it gets old, like I said, I hope hip hop matures, man, and gets the respect and dignity and you know, um as as the other genres for real. Do you have a Bismarck Key story? Have you met him before? I'm, I'm gonna assume that you have. Man, yes, indeed. The first time, the very first time we met Bez Markey, we were out here in California and we went to a matching party. I think that Puff was having a matching party out here in California somewhere and he was DJing. And when we walked into the, uh, we, had, we had never met him before. And when we had walked into the party, he saw us and he was like on the mic, like, oh my God, we got some real legends in the house, bone thugs. And he put our music on immediately and came out of the booth to the floor and, 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 and man, just showed us love, bro. I was like floored. I was like, yo, this is Vince Markey come from the turntables, paying homage. That's what you do. You know what I'm saying? He ain't have to do that. He the OG. I was going to go up to him regardless because that's one of my artists. But, you know, he, he just happened to come up to us. That's paying homage, man. Like, for real. Lose them egos. Lose them egos social respect and enjoy longevity bottom line biz marquee an amazing story one of the greatest to ever do it vapors make the music with your mouth biz oh, yeah. forget those timeless classics all all of them classics man classics classics rest in peace to dmx you also went on tour with him hip-hop has taken a yeah. huge hit this year shock g black rob mf doom black rob uh you know we we, we lost uh Ecstasy from Houdini. Mm -hmm. That's you know right. what I'm saying, man? You know, a lot of a lot of people, man. So it's like, you know, we 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 gotta um and, and another thing I wanna say about people, you know, like I think people is putting too much on giving artists their flowers while they're here, which which they're absolutely right. We should, you know, that just goes back to hip hop paying homage, paying more homage to their legends. But you know, I think people putting too much emphasis on it because None of us want to think about or anticipate our favorite artists die. No. You know, nobody wants to do that. So, I mean, when it happened, yeah, it, it hurts. But, you know, like, I'm trying to present people, like, people making posts like, oh, nobody gave him his flowers while he was here. Now you want to give him his flowers. Now I'm like, nah, I mean, what do you do? Like, did nobody know this man was going to die? Of course, mm -hmm. when somebody dies, everybody want to pay their condolences. Just calm down. Let people do what they do, man, for real. Biz Marquis, though, an incredible lyricist. And don't forget, with the people listening out there, as you already know, incredible DJ. Yes, incredible DJ, man. Like, man, he was dope. He was dope. He, I, I tell you one thing, he had the party rocking. And at that time, and at that time, like, I, I was like, man, I ain't know at that party we met him at, I didn't know he was, I didn't know he DJ parties. Wow. And I was like, man. We're gonna have to get Biz Monkey to come do one of our parties. How much he charge? They say, man, that boy hitting like 200, 300,000 a gig. I say, what? <laughs> I, 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 I say, yo, he getting it like that? I'm about to be a DJ. For real. <laughs> no lie. For real. I, 
Have you ever tried it, DJing? Man, I'm practicing right now. Yeah, I'm getting it in. Yeah, I'm getting it in right now, man. You, 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 you gonna see me at somebody's party DJing real soon? Oh, that's, that's amazing. Are you now? Are you doing the 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 virtual DJing or with the apps and then the electronic DJing? Or are you sticking to the traditional style of vinyl? No, no, no. I'm doing from the from the computer with the little DJ thing. Oh, okay, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, cause I I I, I gotta. I gotta stock up on vinyl for before I go to the real thing, you know. Vinyl, you know what I'm saying? Like and, and I'm glad it's coming back, but I'm starting my little collection of vinyl. So I'm definitely gonna be getting into that for sure. Mm-hmm. You also have an important podcast, the Thug Stories podcast that you're working on. I think the fans are gonna be ecstatic for this. Yeah, man, Thug Stories. Uh, you know, uh I'm quite sure all the fans love to hear these bone thugs and harmony stories, man. And we got some crazy ones people ain't even heard. I'm talking about even before we even Got on with easy eat, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that podcast is gonna be full of fun and laughs, some serious, some seriousness, some sad stories, you know. But it's gonna be uh it's gonna be very interesting. So everybody should tune in, man. Also got another podcast called Two Talks mm-hmm. that I have with my homie Bum Keep G. And on that one, it's totally, it's totally opposite of what you would hear on Thug Stories. On this one, we speaking nothing but truth. We talk about religion, politics, sports, everything that's going on in the world we're going to be talking about it. One thing we don't do, though, is we don't do gossip. We don't talk about celebrities, what's going on in their lives, who sleeping with who, who went to jail. We don't do none of that. We ain't got time for that. There's enough of that in the world. I don't have time for that that either. I don't have time for that either. And I think the listeners want to hear, especially your fans and real hip hop as they want to hear your stories. No one has time for that. And that annoys me when all these, these publications do that. You guys started this group. You met in seventh grade. Yeah, man. Seventh grade, man. You know, uh, yeah, seventh grade. It was, it was that Insane. long, that long. So it ain't, you know. So we've been in the trenches for a long time with each other. Then eventually, you meet Easy E at a concert. He invites you back to the hotel that he's staying at, and all of a sudden, he's repping you guys hard. Yeah, man. All of a sudden, he brought us back to LA. It was a wrap. We out here. You know what I'm saying? Twenty-seven years later. You know what I'm saying? With everything that took place, we still here. Man. I love when you when you tell the story of meeting Easy. You couldn't believe how short he was. <laughs> yeah, man. He came outside. I'm like, damn. You know, I'm like, this dude is short as hell. You know what I'm saying? It was just it was just crazy just seeing him for the first time because I mean, you know he's short because you see him in the videos and everybody else he's standing around is taller than him. So, mm-hmm. you know. But it was just like seeing him in person. We was just like, man, this, this nigga really show for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For the love of money, what was it like making that song with him in the studio? Man, it was it was funny because like he didn't want us to be in the studio with him. You know what I'm saying? He had the verse written, but he wants to be in there with him. So one day we went in the studio and one day he came to get us. He One day he, he came to pick us up to go to the studio and he was like, listen to this. And he played his verse in the car. And we was in the car hype, like, oh, it's going down. We got easy E on the song. It's a rap. We're like, let us get this. You know, let the whole hood hear this. It's over. <laughs> That's when everybody knew it was official. When we had Easy E's voice on a bone song, it was official. For real. <laughs> that had to be just an iconic moment for you because the fan is still in you because you, as a student of yeah. the game, the fan is always going to be in you. So when you had Easy on that song, you were solidified right away. Right away, man. We knew it. We knew it was a wrap after that. We like, yo, 
we to the top with this. And I like it because Easy E was Easy E on the song. You know what I'm saying? He was him. He didn't try to do us. You know what I'm saying? He was he was the original OG Easy E. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. did his thing. What's your go-to Easy E album? Is it 187 I'm Killer? Easy Does It or Straight Off the Streets of Motherfucking Compton? Man, Easy Does It all day. Easy Does It all day. You know, Easy Does It is it, it, it's, it's my first go-to. Then uh, Compton, real Compton City G's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all day. Classic, legendary tracks as we'll never forget them. Gone but not forgotten. It was it was tragic what happened right away. You get linked up with them, and I've heard you tell the story. It's just you felt as though that you had bad luck because you're like, this would happen. We're finally on. We're in the industry. We're on our way, and then all of a sudden, Easy passes away out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, man. Because we had ran into a lot of bad deals and situations with people way way before Easy just in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he was like. Just our luck. When we get the big break, this this happened. You know what I'm saying? So we was we was like tripping. We didn't know what was gonna happen. Rest in peace. Do you feel as though that Easy doesn't get the credit that he deserves musically when it's brought up in hip hop debates? I feel as though people don't give him enough credit because he'd had writers. I feel as though he doesn't get that credit because he is a great music mind. He has a great ear, and he found you guys in. BG Knockout, Gangsta Dressa, he had a great ear for music. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he didn't at first, but I feel like when the NWA movie came out, I feel like that was an eye-opener to a lot of people. And they understood what he was and what he did. And we're going to continue to make sure they understand what he done when we do our biopic, when we do our story, we tell our story, we're gonna make sure they know that he was the one behind like a lot of these things. And hopefully he gets his own biopic because he deserves that for what he did, you know? For real, the whole the whole entire West Coast, as we speak, damn near came came from him, from what he did. When you think about the Bone Thugs and Harmonies to the Eminem to the 50 Cents to the Snoop Dogs, right. all that, all of that spun from what he started and created. Snoop Dogg was heavily inspired by Easy. You never heard him say in interviews, especially when him and Dre were beefing. Snoop Dogg was on the, the Fuck With Dre Day record, but Snoop Dogg yeah. was like, man, I was a fan of Easy. I wanted to be him. Yeah, yeah, for real. What is your most memorable moment with Easy? Could be in the studio, anywhere. Man, yeah, man, just, just, just having him like, like just waking up and seeing him sleeping on the floor in our <laughs> in our apartment. You're like, you know, like we be up like blowing weed and like drinking and like listening to music and writing, and we all pass out and we go to bed and wake up and he be passed out on the floor, or up in the kitchen eating our cereal, <laughs> eating all our cereal, for real. Oh, man. What can we expect that Bone Thugs biopic? Are you guys currently putting that together in the works? Yes, indeed. It's it's definitely like, you know, all the talking and negotiating, you know, all the stuff people never hear about in the years before the project actually come out. That's that's the phase we're in right now. I can't wait for that. It's going to be big as Compton. That's going to be huge. Yes, indeed. Notorious Thugs. 
your your studio session with Biggie was legendary, of course, as you guys passed out. Yeah, man, passed out in the studio. We jumped right back up in the lab. Man, knocked it out. Wasn't no thing. <laughs> legendary. I mean, we, I mean, we done we done, done that in a lot of sessions. That's nothing. That's not. <laughs> but Biggie was surprised. He's like, they just got right back in that booth, knocked out the song. Yeah, definitely. Man. So. What was he like, Biggie, when you first walked in that studio? Pretty cool? Yeah, man, he was cool. I mean, you we 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 had new Biggie like from, you know, we had done like radio shows with him. We had kicked it with him in the past, you know, and we did a lot of radio shows together. So we like we was already familiar with him and you know, like some puffs hit us up like, man, yo, Big want y'all to come through. You know, we like shoot, come through and rock with him. You know, we jumped right up like, man, we here, let's go, let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it was cool, man. The session was it was like we was in there with family, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the junior whole junior mafia camp was there. We was there, you know, we had our camp mo thug there. Like we was we was kicking. It was a party up in there. I want to get into this collaboration as this is another legendary hip hop artist that tragically passed away. Big pun and fat Joe when I die. Yeah, def- yeah, man. You know, that was um, you know, uh Fat Joe, the terror squad, man, they the they the they they the first rappers, you know what I'm saying? Like they the first rappers. Period. Not just out of New York. They 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 the first rappers that really took us in, took us in as family. You know, like Fat Joe was with us all the time. He came to Cleveland. He was in our videos. You know what I'm saying? We was in his videos. We knew Big Pun before he even got his deal. Like Big Pun used to be rolling with Joe and and, and they used to be rolling with us. And Big Pun be in the car rapping the floor. We were like, yo, this dude got flow. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. Like. But like when he got his deal, and we like like we sat back and we saw all that. We was like, "Yeah, hey, man, you on your way?" Like so, we was we was close. We was actually in New York when we got the word he passed away. We was doing an interview, I think for the it was some magazine, Source Five magazine. We was doing an interview for, and you know, like our manager at the time, Steve LaBelle, came in the room in the middle of the interview, and he was like, "Yo, you got some terrible news. Big Pun just passed away." And he was like, "Man, we we stopped the interview." Immediately went over to Pun's family house in the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? And you know, we was there with the family and everybody came over, man. We was over there for the night, you know what I'm saying? You know how, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, it was it was just a crazy thing, man. It was like a crazy feeling, but yeah. It was always family, even to this day. Rest in peace to Big Pun, one of the greatest to ever do it. And his flow, i love to know your reaction the first time that you heard Dead in the Middle of Little Italy, because that whole line... Probably one of the greatest verses in hip hop, especially with the delivery, unmatchable. Yeah, man. man, yeah, man. I, I mean, it's, like I said, already we already knew he had flow. We already knew he was gonna be a beast when he came out. You know what I'm saying? It's just a shame that he didn't like get to further his career and like see how big he could actually be in this. Cause I, cause he would have been a long way. You know, he mm-hmm. was the first really Latino rapper to really pop off like that. First one to go platinum. Besides, yeah, besides you know like Cypress Hill and. You know, like cats like that, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know what I'm saying? He was one of the first ones, man. So like, he did a lot for the game. People got to, you know, he, he he's a legend. Like, just for that alone. So people got to respect that. Eternal, 1999. One of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. Creeping on the come up. You have the legendary records there all the way to Akon, 2005. You actually had a legendary collaboration that... I would love to hear the story behind what Chameleon Air riding because a lot of people may not know that you were featured on that song. Uh, 
what uh, uh the community song right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah man that yeah i'm not that was another feature man just came about through some cats playing skills you know what i'm saying um didn't really expect the song to do nothing you know what i'm saying like to do what it did I, you know I, I, I thought i was just going just doing the verse with some of the homies and you know end up winning the grammy so like <laughs> you never know wow how to fill to win that grammy because you because like you said you weren't expecting that yeah, man, man, it was cool. It was cool, man. You know, it, it, it was, um, I mean, it was good. You know, we, we, I had already won a Grammy, so I was kind of over, like, the excitement of winning the Grammy. So, of course. Like, it was just like, it was just like, okay, got another one. Cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, but we, it's just incredible. What's your reaction? I, I'm, I'm probably going to assume that the game reached out when he dropped Celebration because that sampled first of the month. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think our camps like talk. I think we ran into, um, you know, what I'm saying somebody in his camp and, and, and we were talking about the song, and he was like, you know, it's only right I get the original, I get the original uh, group on it. And, you know, what I'm saying he called us up, man, and we done the video, and it was a cool, it was a cool little remix for sure. Cool remix, hundred percent. And is that? That helps you guys out because it pays homage and then people say, I think I've heard that before. And then they go back and they find out it's first of the month, but. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's, that's how it all works, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, I mean, that's how it's supposed to work. You know, like you pay, you pay homage, you know what I'm saying? Like, and keep, just keep the history alive, man. Like for real, it's like, for real, it's shit that we get it. Hip hop has a very, very rich history, very rich. So, you know, like, that needs to light needs to be shed on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People need to know where hip hop came from. Uh, from DJ Cool Herc, who these dudes was, Africa Bambada, and these dudes that started it. Man, these 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 names should be very, you know, like noticeable. Very, they they should be seen and heard more, mm-hmm. for sure. Coke Rock, all the pioneers. Everybody, man, Grandmaster Melly Mel, all these cats. Grandmaster Kaz, all of them, all of them, and then you guys because you guys serve an important footprint in hip hop. You're involved in a lot of projects as we already know already. Could you possibly have your own Ewing sneaker because Ewing does a lot with hip hop, old old school hip hop especially. Yeah, man, yes, that's something I'm definitely looking into, man. You know, I've been contacted a, a few times about this. And I'm definitely looking to have my own Ewing shoe, man, because I was a big fan of the Patrick Ewing when they was out. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't afford them back then, but they was out, and I saw them. <laughs> you know what I'm so <laughs> I want me some now because I can afford them. <laughs> <laughs> now, would they be, they'd probably be inspired by Eternal, or it could be one of your personal projects, such as Thug Mentality. Yeah, man. I'm thinking more of the Thug Mentality with the green. With the, you got, I, I just love the green color, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. Fire. Sure. New York, you're going to be hitting the city soon, Brooklyn, with TLC. Yeah. Yes, indeed, man. I always love coming to New York, man. I love just walking through the city. I love eating eating that good food they got out there. You know what I'm saying? I love, man. I love the atmosphere. Just kicking it. But I love it even more when it's hot. <laughs> like, it's cold out there. I hate when it's cold any damn way. Oh, man. Crazy bone. Is there anything else you'd love to let the audience know? Anything? 
Yeah, man, I appreciate that, man. I mean, you know, just look out for everything, man. You know, I got like I'm work. I got several solo projects I'm working on. I'm getting ready to release another one called Crazy Melodies. It's a project with me basically doing the harmonies, the classic Bone Thug, Bone Thug harmonies, and you know what I'm saying. Just like doing a lot of things, man. I got a, I got three other projects I'm working on that I'm that I'm that I'm in the studio. So I'll let people know about those when it come close to me to release those. But yeah. A lot of things in the making, man. So y'all just be looking out for me. I will be speaking very loudly. So you'll hear me and see me, for real. Let them know where they can follow you on Instagram and Twitter and also where they can listen to your podcast. Man, on Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at, on, on uh, IG. It's crazy underscore bone. On Twitter, it's I am crazy bone. Facebook is Cray Jack your boss. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Apple, all those spots, you know what I'm saying? Well, Apple soon, because we just switched networks. So we, we'll have new episodes up in the, in the next two to three weeks, for sure. Fresh episodes, y'all don't want to miss these. We talking some real, real serious stuff on here, for real. <laughs> and we'll be tuned in 100%. I want to thank you for coming on the show. I had a great time. It was an honor. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for all that you did for hip hop. I want to thank your manager and assist slash assistant for setting this up and I'm going to, I'm going to be in touch with her. And then anything you need for me, we're always going to be good. Anything you ever need, any promo. And if you need me to put any of your artist music in the rotation, if you need me to interview them, whatever you need. Okay, man. Thank you. Appreciate that, bro. No doubt. I take care. Enjoy the rest of your day and and go Indians. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Believe that. All right, man. All right. Yep.